0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Master Your Mindset podcast. On today's podcast, we have Richard Zink. Richard is a sales and marketing expert. He is a past entrepreneur of the excuse me, a past entrepreneur of the year. He is a, a sports, I don't know, enthusiast, but definitely likes to play sports and have a nice work and play uh, balance in his life. Um, and today he'll be joining us. Just to talk a little bit about his journey and where he where he was and where he is today. Uh, welcome, Richard. How are you doing today? Oh, doing great. Awesome. Excellent.
1: Always on the go somewhere.
0: Yeah, that that's great. Um, so, just to kind of touch base, I just want to kind of allude a little bit to like how we met and uh, what brings you on to the podcast today. Because I remember uh, meeting you at the first event that we kind of. I Actually, don't remember the, the name of the
1: event. Um, hmm. Oh, geez. Do you remember that event that we were at? Where we? Colin first- Sprack, wasn't it? Which one? Wasn't it Colin Sprack we met at? He
0: was- oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, uh, Jennifer Beals, one of her networking events. And we kind of bumped into each other. And we started just chatting a little bit there. But I think it wasn't until the um, Jennifer Beals Summer Networking Bash where we got to talking a little bit more and I got more insight on kind of your journey, which which I found very, um, very interesting, which brought me to, wanted to invite you onto the podcast. Um, Okay, so with that being said, did you wanna just tell us a little bit about yourself and kinda, you know, a little bit about your past, just as far as like you being Entrepreneur of the Year and and what happened in your life that
1: that basically made you wanna make the big changes that you have? Sure, sure, yeah, so, uh, I've never, I've never finished school. I had an abusive childhood and uh, ended up leaving home when I was 17 uh, because of the abuse and my father trying to kill my mother. And anyways, I ended up going into uh, the lunch truck business being very angry. And I, I didn't even know I was angry, but I, I went through the industry. That's how I just, I just learned how to take over business anywhere. I ended up, uh, I was in Toronto, there was a Brampton, Mississauga, and I, Ended up, the big one was in Guelph. I went to Guelph in 89 and I went with nothing. I knew nobody and I, I put 35 trucks there in one year, 35 coffee trucks in one year, which normally takes somebody, uh, the average person like uh, about two years to put a route a out. I did 35 in one year. Uh-huh. But uh, that's all I got uh, entrepreneur of the year. I, I, I put computers on the trucks as well. So I took a cash business and put POS on there. Right. Anyways, when I, I won uh, Entrepreneur of the Year in 1995 in Ontario and then nominated for Canada. And, and that was the point I, I realized what I'd, be, I'd become. I was more fighting people. I was destroying people to get myself ahead. And uh, I wanted to refine myself. I wanted to create people instead of destroying people. Can you elaborate on, on that? just for What do you mean by destroying them? <sighs> Like for me, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of mindset. So what my goal was, my goal wasn't to build business. I didn't even know. I didn't know until I it took me the last twenty years to realize what I was, what I did, and how to switch it to what I'm doing now. But I wouldn't. I I wasn't focused on building business. I was focused on taking business from somebody else. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't a focus on. It wasn't even a focus on making money. It was like I had. If I chose you to destroy you, I would focus on you. I would learn how to make you become the person I needed you to be so that I could take everything away from you. Wow. Okay,
0: so what exactly does that, like, like can you walk me through how you exactly destroy somebody like that so you could take something that they had and make it your own? Like,
1: how exactly does one go about doing that? I could, I could outthink you. See, when I, was, when I was going to school, I was being, like I was being abused at home. And right. then I, when I went to school, I stayed away from people because people hurt me. So then it ended up me getting, what ended the result was I was getting bullied. Okay. But, but it didn't take me long. Like in grade one, I realized I was bigger than the other kids. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, so I learned how to, <laughs> to beat them up. Right? So I was fighting. Every, every day I was fighting in school because people would call me names. Oh, I got you. So I did that right up to grade eight. And then in grade eight, my teacher in grade eight, he, t- he pulled me aside. He says, uh, you know, like, why do you fight? And I said, because kids call me names. He goes, no, but why do you fight? I said, because kids call me names. He goes, no, but why do you fight? I said, because kids call me names. Aren't you listening to me? And he goes, no, aren't you listening to you? He says, so you they call you names, you beat them up, and then they call you names again, right? And I go, yeah. And he goes, "What's well, not working. So he told me to, he says, I want you to do me a favor. And for one week, don't do anything. Just walk away. And I go, that won't work. He goes, no, what you're doing isn't working. I want you to just try it for a week and then come back and see me. So when I came back to see him the next week, he says, so what happened? And I said, they stopped calling me names. He goes, I just t- taught you the most important lesson in your life. He said, I taught you how to respond instead of react. Right. He says, you get to choose. So that year, after a heat taught me that lesson and I learned how to do that. I got the highest marks in the school. I won a, a school letter. That's amazing. So it changed me from an average student to a, you know, a, a very smart student. Right. Just because I, I wasn't fighting anymore. You weren't fighting. So what I did, so this is what I did. With, so I, I didn't use this, I didn't use the, the lesson properly in business. I ended up getting into business and I end up in a business where it's very territorial. And if you uh, if you go into somebody else's territory in the lunch truck business, they, it usually leads to violence or threats. Wow! Still oh. like back in the day when you first started there. Yeah, but see, what I did was I knew that that's the way they were, and I knew that when someone got me mad, I learned how to see. I learned how to control my anger, and it made me smarter. So what I would do, and I didn't even know I was doing it, I would get them mad so they would threaten me. And when they threatened me, I would outthink them right. because it would make me smarter. So I, I made sure that they knew. Like most people that were building uh, like the like catering truck routes in those days, what they'd do is they'd sneak around. I never snuck around. I was very up front. I would put uh, like lettering all over my vehicles, and I'd had. Uh, I created a patrol unit and all my coffee trucks had flashing lights on them. Uh, but I, I made sure that they seen me. So I would drive up and down the street and they, everybody knew me as the builder.
2: Right.
1: And if they see me in their area, they started to worry. So I made sure they seen me. Right. So you weren't hiding from anybody. You were front. No, right. No, I was because I wanted to get them angry because I knew like, I knew that if people get angry, they get stupider. Not they. they're yeah. not as smart. Like they're thinking that they're powerful, but they're not. They're thinking they're emotionally, emotional. right? They're thinking, yeah, they're not thinking anymore. So I could get them to do things with their anger so that I could come in as the hero and take their business away from them. Meaning that you would take
0: meaning that because they got so angry, you would be able to go get to their clients and then take their clients from them? Yes. Wow. Okay, so so I'm curious, like how did the lesson back when you were in school like get implemented into these kind of scenarios because it sounds like you weren't exactly beating people up physically, but you're beating them up mentally.
1: Yeah, I know. I would outthink them. Right. See, like the thing is, see, like, no, but see, I, I, I'm an area, so someone would come and, th- and threaten me. Right. So the first thing I would do is I know that they're threatening me, and it's against a lot of threaten me. So I would, I would uh, have my phone with me all the time. I would just phone the police, and I would have the, the police come and take them away. Because they were threatening me, they're not allowed to threaten me. It got to that point, really, where they were actually physically threatening you, and then you had to call. People try to drive, run, run me over with their vehicles. Wow! They threatened me with knives and guns and all kinds of things. So you can't do that. So you can't do that. So they would automatically do it. Then they became the bad person. See, I don't want to. I didn't want to do that. Like, like when I won, uh, like when I got nominated for Canada, I was, I didn't want to go across Canada and fight with people. Right. And so like, so what, I, what I realized over the last 20 years is if I can destroy people, I can make people great. Okay.
0: So, okay, so let's talk to that. So what, when was that moment when you made that kind of transition from
1: trying to like ruin people to kind of like build people up? Uh, that was about 2013. So I, I've gone through a lot of looking, right? Like leaving everything, losing everything. Okay, we're talking about, sorry, we're talking
0: about from 1996 to 2013, right? Yes. 17 years. What happened yeah. in that 17 years?
1: But it, it, during that time, see, there was a lot of things, there was a lot of things that were happening. Like I was learning, trying, and so I went and I built, during that period of time, I built companies for other people. Okay, okay. Like, so, so you like, did. the the catering business, you stopped doing that in about uh, yeah, I stopped 1996, May 26, 1996. Okay. I you just
0: had enough of the industry itself. You didn't like who you were, and you knew it was time to shift into something else?
1: Yeah, well, I, a lot of stuff happened. Anyways, okay. So okay. On May 26, 1996, I quit everything. I quit the coffee trucks, and I stopped yeah. doing coffee trucks. Right. Right? But then, uh, see, the thing is, a lot of stuff happened. Anyways, the industry didn't like me because of who I became. Right, like, right. See, the problem, when you, when you fight, you know, people, if they're afraid of you, they don't become your friends. They, see, what I had was, uh, I, I had a, uh, a slogan, but I guess, if, uh, if you're not my friend, you're my enemy, and if you're my enemy, I destroy you. That was your slogan? So I didn't have any friends. I had a whole bunch of people around me that didn't want to be my enemy. Right, they are afraid of you. Yeah, so that's a big difference. That's right. a big difference from a friend. So you think you have friends, but you don't really have friends. They're just so afraid of you, they don't want to be your enemy. So they pretend to be your friend. Right. When people see when you're like that, and then people see you in a weak moment, then they, they attack because they've been holding off all this time. And all of a sudden, when you see the the tide going the other way, then everybody jumps on that on that on <laughs> that train and tries to destroy you.
2: Right.
1: So for a year and a half, everybody tried to destroy me. So I even got uh, the, the one sandwich company I was, I was working with. They paid, me, they paid me to go to their place for two hours every morning. They paid me $1,000 a week. For, from 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock in the morning, I'd go there and stand in the corner because I had no money. I, like I was done. I was finished. I, I quit everything.
2: Right.
1: And I, I could have gone back to what I was doing. I didn't want to do that ever again. I could still do it today. I don't want to go back and do it ever again. Right, fair enough. So this guy, he paid me $1,000 a week for six months to stand in the corner so he could tell everybody how powerful he was now. He could make me stand in the corner because I had to feed my family. So I did whatever I had to do to feed my family. So what do you mean by you stood in the corner? What I about? just stood in the corner for two hours every morning, and he paid me 1000 bucks a week. Just, just so he could tell people that he took yep. Richard and – he said, I'm so powerful. He goes, you, I, people would walk in there in the morning and say, I'm so powerful, I can make Richard Zink stand in the corner. Did, did, when you think about this now, does it have any
0: similarities to when you were a kid, when you were being abused, when you were being bullied, You know how you would fight everybody, and then you had this? Yes. Is there any kind of comparison
1: there? Yeah, well, there's, there's a whole bunch. Of, but see, the thing is, it was, I, I ended up becoming my dad. See? Okay, this is getting interesting. <laughs> Yeah, because people think – see, people think that – like I thought – okay, I can't say people. I thought that when I was pow- – I was most powerful when I was angry. Right, because your dad was like that? Yeah, yeah, but it was – everything was a threat. Right. Right, that's, that's the way society, as far as I can see, was trained, is that you do this or else. Do right. this or else. Right. It was never, there was never choice. There was never choice. You, could, you couldn't say, here are some options. What do you want to do? You know what? That, that's really insightful because I think
0: about I have two small kids, and, and I'm just thinking about how many times I say that to them. You do this yes. or, or this, right? Yeah, because that's the way you were brought up. Right, right. But I, it's not even, I think it's just like, like you said, it's a, it's a society, like, trait almost. Like, we use threats to get what we want from people, right? Yes. And it sounds like you had that same
1: kind of upbringing, and then you use that to your advantage almost. Because I was more powerful. I was bigger than most of the other kids. Right. But see, not and just and see,
0: like, like also verbally, like it sounds like when you got older in business, you obviously were beating up kids or beating up other business owners, but mentally you were beating them up, right? It's the same principles, is it not? It
1: is. It is. I just didn't do it with my fists. But see, like I was like, growing up, so I was, I was fighting in school. I never got beat in school, ever. So I was not afraid of anything, but the only thing I was afraid of was my dad because my dad started from a very young age and I was a little kid. Right. So that was born. That was like instilled in my brain that I feared my dad. And, and when my dad tried to kill my mom when I was 17, I beat my dad off my mom. And like, he was trying to stab her with a knife and I took the knife off him and beat the hell out of him. But that, that was like the monster. So how I went into business was I went in, I was invincible. Right, because you killed I wasn't smart. afraid of anything. So it, it didn't monster, matter.
0: Right? You slayed the massive. monster, right? Like you 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 took the monster down, now you're on top of the world. You were kind of untouchable. And and what I see that's interesting is like that worked for you. You were able to stand up for your mom, stand up for yourself, take him down, and then you felt like you could probably take all that and then Anyone that came to try
1: to take you down, there was, like, no chance. There was your yeah, no, but, no yeah, but that was the whole thing. See, nobody stood a chance. That, yeah. I was invincible. I'm telling you, I could go. That's how I beat everybody really fast. I just knew. All I had to do was, was get you angry. You attacked me. I could beat you, like, with my mind. And, see, you would look bad. So I could take a good, look, a good person, you know, a nice person, and and make them respond with anger. Well, see, if their customers seen them in anger and I, I stopped it, then I was a hero. You understand? And they're their customers' eyes, I was a hero.
0: Right. So you, you kind of manipulated them almost just to, to make their to make their, their clients see you as the hero, so then you would gain their business.
1: Yeah, and then and then the newspapers wow. and everything would say, Hey, way to go.
2: Okay. You I see. Like,
1: and then this and, all caught up to you, I'm assuming, and to,
0: to the point where you said where you had, like, I guess 10, 13 years of searching for yourself, or you knew something was off. You knew you weren't happy with who you were
1: becoming. Yeah, no, because, well, people would, <clears throat> people would take advantage of that with me. They knew – see, as much as I did to, uh, like, what I was doing, other people – with money, like this is what happened after I quit everything. They knew that if they could inspire me to go after the other one the other people, then they would get take advantage of me. Right, the people building the companies.
2: Right,
1: right. And see, the thing is, like I built, comp- I took, um, I took like one guy from nothing to thirty million a year in a year and a half. With what principles? With with your original principles or your new principles? With the original principle, but okay. trying yeah. to be nice. But it was, because, see, because it, it went from, I was in charge. I, I was in, in the driver's seat. And as soon as I stopped, everybody went against me. And then it took me a year and a half to actually get people to want to work with me again. Okay. But it was a whole new breed of people. Right. It wasn't, see, before in the beginning, I was doing it for myself. And the second go around, I was doing it for others because I had to pay my bills. Right. Right. right? So it felt like it's okay because it's not for me now. Right. It's for somebody else.
2: Right. But don't like I'm
1: getting paid. It's 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 like, it's like it's like the enforcer on a hockey team. Yeah. Right? The enforcer on the hockey team, if he's on if he's on Toronto Maple Leafs and he's beating everybody up, he's a great guy to the people in Toronto. Right. But if he leaves Toronto goes to another team, all of a sudden he's a bad person. Right. See what I'm saying? So I was the enforcer on these, for these other people with their companies. Right. right. But as soon as they got what they wanted, they'd get rid of me. Oh, okay. So, so. so they get to $30 million and and thanks a lot. I don't need you anymore. See ya. It's like mm-hmm. the gunslinger in a town, like in the old, old Wild West. Okay. You, know, like, you, know, you bring a guy in, and he gets rid of all the bad people and, and uh, you know, anybody with guns. You could take them all on. But once they're all gone, the town doesn't want them anymore.
0: Right. Okay, so then what happened? What happened after this, after after they kind of go through this phase where you're helping these businesses grow exponentially, right?
1: And, and then what
3: happened? Like, what happened next?
1: Well, it's so after that. So then I – that's when I took – I ended up taking the um, course in Toronto called Landmark Education. Okay. Ever heard yeah. of that. Yeah, Landmark, I've heard of that. Yes. So that's where I learned. That's why – see – uh, in Landmark, I learned I had to write letters to my parents to forgive them for child abuse. Yes. And I wrote the letters to my parents. And it was like, it freed me. Like, I, see, I didn't even know I was angry. I had no clue. It was like, it's how can I not know I was angry? I had no idea I was angry. But once I wrote the letters to my parents to forgive them, especially my dad, I wrote one to my dad. And then, uh, to forgive. The, both my parents passed away, by the way. But anyways, I, I wrote the letter to my dad and then, it was like my mom, when I read the, the letter in the class, it was uh, like my mom was standing there going, what? I didn't do anything wrong and you can't, I don't get a letter. So I got to abuse you to get a letter. Right. My mom was great. Right. So, but my mom, I always thought my mom was telling, she kept on telling me to forgive my dad. And I, so. <clears throat> Did you forgive I thought him? My mom wanted, I thought she was telling me to forgive him because she thought it was okay. She right. was trying to teach me how to forgive. Right. Yes. That's what
0: I got when I wrote her letter. When you wrote that, sorry, just to jump in. When you wrote that letter to your dad, did you actually forgive him at that moment, or was it just the the, the practice of writing the letter at that time?
1: Because I'm curious. Well, I, I did because what I what I got was the see thing is, it's like it's like it, it's like the you know like uh, taking on the kids in school up to grade eight, right? It, you know, like I'm fighting with them. I was still fighting with my dad because I, then I started to realize that I would quit things all the time. I would go like mad and, and then develop, you know, great things. And then I would quit because I was doing that in school. That's what I got when I wrote the letter. I was going, okay, so I was a track star in school and I would, I would uh, set school records and my dad would be in the crowd. Meanwhile, he's abusing me at home. And so I, like, I'm trying to I'm keep always trying to figure out how can I make my dad pay? So what I did was, uh, like, I was watching him. I just set a new record at, at, in high school for the 100-meter dash. And it was like, there's my dad looking at me. He's all proud and everything. And it's like, I know how to make him pay. I'll quit. So I, I, quit, I quit track. Right. And it's because I was making him pay. I was making me pay. Right. But I, think, I was thinking I was making him pay. That's what I got when I wrote the letter. So I got now that if I let, let it go, that happened a long time ago. I can let it go. Right. But I don't have to use that anymore. It doesn't have to trigger me anymore.
0: Right. So you can free up that energy, basically, for more positive, yes. something new that can
1: fulfill you. Correct? Yeah, and because, because what I got, too, is, uh, like, what I got after I wrote those letters was that all this energy is in me, and I don't need, I don't need to be threatened to use it. Right. Like, now I know it's there. I know what I can do with it. That's why I was saying like, it's like the or else. Hey, do this or else. Do this or else. You know, and then you watch, like I watch people, you know, like uh, say the army guys training the army people, insulting them and calling them names. They're trying to, they think that's inspiration. They're trying it's to lead
0: me. by fear. Right, they're trying to lead by fear, basically. So yeah, gonna, it is. I just, just want to jump in here because I just find this so fascinating. So do you find that like all those like, your dad abusing you, your patterns of doing something really great and then quitting. You're basically saying that that's followed you, not anymore, but that followed you for a long time throughout your life, right? The way that those patterns and those, those habits that you had when you were a kid, they followed you into your adulthood, your businesses and so forth. Yes. Right. And then you got to a certain point where you're doing this for other people, making them all rich, but still... It wasn't fulfilling you inside. So you went to Landmark, right? Then you started writing these letters. Did you end up writing a letter to your mom as well?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I did both, yes.
0: So did you end up writing a letter to yourself?
1: No, no, not to myself, no.
0: Yeah, that would be an interesting practice because I I personally have done both those. I've written letters to both my parents. uh, I did a similar practice where I freed myself from things that happened in my past. But what was really amazing, and I still have the letter because the program I went to, we wrote letters to ourselves and then they mailed it to us. So we received the letter like a couple <laughs> months later and that, yeah. that was so eye opening because like when you're in that moment, in that weekend, when you're feeling amazing and you're working on yourself, things come out of you that may not necessarily always come out. So two months later when you're in a different place and you could read that letter, it was so eye
1: opening. It, it, honestly, it felt amazing. It was one of the best things I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. Well, what I've been, what I've been doing since I did all that I, see, I've been studying how everything happens okay how, how, how my brain works yeah uh, okay so let's talk about it. everybody's brain works Well, I, I that's what I've been studying and I, what I came to the conclusion was that that I don't even have ideas see I was always taking it that they were my ideas and I I started I I started down this this uh, journey of finding out how to how where ideas come from and because I could, I could figured out, well, wow, I figured out how to get smarter. Well, I could teach people how to get smarter. You know what I'm saying? And then I, then I, I really got that it's not even me. I don't have any ideas. I don't think any of us have ideas. Ideas are gifts, are gifts from the universe or God. And okay. The ideas are all around us. Okay. So we have a skill. Okay, imagine you have, a, you have a, you know, a sports car that can do 300 miles an hour. It doesn't mean you have to go 300 miles an hour all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, as we're growing up, like once we just develop what our we all have a unique uh, skill, and by by living in the uh, you know do it or else, we're we're driving 300 miles an hour when we do that. See, like, we're we're using our skill to the maximum benefit to try to get other people to do things, or else we're going to run them over. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I got that. I don't have to. I don't have to. Force people to do anything. You don't have to like bring people down to bring yourself up.
0: You can bring yeah. yourself up and up and them up at the same time. I mean, it can be a win-win, right? Can...
1: Yeah. Well see, because when you when you when you do everything forcefully with like with anger, yeah. you end up creating all these this army of people against you. Right. Right? When you give people choice, you, you create an army of people with you. Right. See what I'm saying? It's, it's like all of a sudden the things deflect. So in the past when I was angry, if, if, I, if I had a weak moment, everybody joined in the fight against me. Even all the people around me, everything, because they, they thought I was weak They thought this is our opportunity to get them now.
2: Right. Because they they've
1: been waiting for the moment. Yes. Right? So since I switched, it took me 20 years to figure, figure this out. So since I switched, so now what happens is, you know, when, when I have a weak moment, Everybody doesn't go against me. They go against the person that's trying to get me. Right. So now they have your back. They're supporting you? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. see, it's like, so I created, uh, I created, what well, I've seen this thing I'm doing now. I'm doing uh, self-serve stores and factories. Right, yes. And I've seen they were doing it in the States, right? And it wasn't in Canada. So I brought it to Canada. So I had an angel investor meet me and he, he he's like, just said to me, what's in my head? So I told him about this. And he goes, well, why aren't you doing it? I said, because I screwed up my life. You don't have the money to do it. He goes, well, can you get business? I go, yeah, getting business is easy. So he, he says, you get the business, I'll give you the money. So right. it like it was like a five minute conversation, right. which is totally different than the past, right? Because he had the full choice. I didn't force him to do anything,
2: right?
1: I about the, the the opportunity, right? And he did it. And he went for it. But so then other people, so then other people in my industry. They were, there like in the vending industry and coffee industry. They know that that industry is dying and this industry is taking over. So they would like a couple guys would come to me and say, Hey, listen, um, I'll pay you if you teach me how to do it. And I said, okay. So I start working with them. So I teach you how to do what exactly? Teaching them how to do these stores. Okay. So they could do them on their own. Okay. Cause I'm thinking, okay, I want to, I want to build people around me. So now I'm not going to force them anymore. I'm gonna let them know how to do it. They like they agreed to pay me, and 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 uh, anyways. But I'm not forcing them. I'm just teaching them.
2: Right.
1: Right. So then the uh, you know the, these couple of couple of the guys, they're teaching me. I'm teaching them. Sorry. And then the next thing you know, they I get a call from one of the guys that I'm working with already, and he says, "Oh, you know this guy, he he phoned me up." They go like, Chris called me up and, and, and said, uh, listen, you know how to do this. Richard taught you how to do this already. So why don't we just do this together and bypass him? Oh, no. And, and see, that's the old world, right? Right. Like he's living in that old world I used to be in. Right. So, so uh, my guy calls me up and tells me, he goes, Chris called and he wants me to go around you. And I goes, what, are you going to do And he goes, no, that's why I'm calling you. I'm telling you. That's amazing. I'm curious that. <laughs>
0: How did that make you feel in that moment? Like, because that, that's an amazing moment right there. Somewhere yeah, like, but it felt liberating. Yeah, I paid the because like he could have went around you, bypassed you. Yeah. Right out. But he you built the past. But you built some kind of no, you built some kind of reputation, right? Or some kind of impact on this guy's life that he wasn't willing to do that. You know, he, he because I, I didn't
1: because I didn't force him to be with me. Right? Well, he also valued your relationship. He valued Yeah. Because right. I didn't force him. You see, before in the past, it was everybody had to be with me because they had to. If they didn't, I would destroy them. Right. So, so the thing is, and, and it's not for Okay, so <clears throat> Chris went after me, right? And this guy told me. And it was like, okay, so now do I get angry? Do I go destroy Chris? I can destroy Chris. Right. I know where Chris goes. I know all of his business. I know how to get it. You know, so what I had to look at is, okay, so that's the past. Like, if, if someone got me mad, I'd destroy them. So I'm not going to destroy them. So I just, just thought, I'm not going to destroy them. I'm just not going to work with them, right? Right. But then I get a phone call. The same day I get a phone call, and this company calls me up and says, hey, you know, we hear you're doing micro markets. Do you want to come by and see us? And I go to see them, and guess what? Chris is doing them. And I And I – at the same place that you just went to? No, no, no. See, so I wasn't serving this place. I didn't even know about this place. Okay, so how did you went there and Chris was already servicing them? Or how did Chris you... was serving them with vending. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Right? So he had vending machines in there. Okay. So anyways, so I don't even know this place. This is why I say this is drawing business now. Right. So there's been a big switch. Now, I used to chase business. Now, um, I chase it. Right. So what it is is Chris is in the position where I was. Before. Right. He, so he had a weak moment. And I don't have to attack him. Right. But like that's the universe saying to me, Listen, this guy tried to go against you. We got to teach him a lesson. This is your this is your turn to go take this away because he needs to learn a lesson. Right. So I went there and I said to the company, I seen it, and I then I seen it was his and I said, Hey, listen, he's doing a good job. And they yeah. said, Yeah. And I, I said, So why do you want to switch? And they said, We just want to switch. And I said, How did you get my name? He goes. I don't know. We just got it, right? And I okay. Like he said, we we went on. We Googled on, on the internet. You know, micro markets, and your name came up.
2: Right. Okay. Is that true? Is that fact?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Because so many things happen. But anyway, so I got the business. So I'm coaching a landscaping guy at the same time. Right. And I, okay. I'm teaching him how to do all this and draw business. And he's like, uh, then he goes to me, he says, uh, like, like, I said, to, I, I talked to the landscaping guy and I'm saying, you know, like, uh, David, I go, listen, this is what happened. Like, this is really weird. Like, the guy tries to go against me. My guy backs me up, which never happened before in my life. And then one of this, uh, Chris's accounts calls me and, and gets me in there. You know, that's never happened before. And he goes, well, because he goes like, it's what you're teaching me. And I said, what do you mean? He goes. David says, "This is what you're teaching me." He goes, "It's the armor of God." He goes, "You had your shield up." I go, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And he says, "It's the armor of God." He says, "Google the armor of God." Armor That's what of God. Me. Yeah, it's the armor of God. It's called. Armor God. So, did you, you did, wait, it? I never read the Bible. I I Googled it, and everything I'm teaching him how to lose his anger, how to you know like like help others, and you know forgiveness. Like I'm teaching him all this stuff that I've learned yes like just by doing it right and it and it that's and he goes so when they attack you your shield is up right and they're gonna they're gonna get it's like instant karma for them
3: right
1: like really and like oh. you know how I got like, financial post did a story on me doing this uh, you know these micro markets they did a story on me okay financial post yeah. you know how I got the story no tell me from my letter. When I wrote my letter to forgive my dad, I posted it on Facebook. Really? He's seen the story on Facebook and said, I want to write a story on you. He seen my letter. Okay. And so he sent me a message. He goes, I want to do a story on you. Read your letter. Wow. This is, this is, this is so informative. So it's not even just
0: like you wrote the letter, which I think in itself is incredible, but you shared it. Like you put it out there into the universe. And because yes. moment. Like, you've attracted
1: abundance into your life. Yeah, it's, it's what because what it is is it's, there's so many people out there that were in that same position and didn't know what to do. Right. Right? So what I'm doing is I'm being open. I'm being open. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're able to, like, just
0: share that vulnerability with everybody else. Like, a lot of people would write those letters, but how many of them would actually share it on Facebook? Like, I, I would say just a handful, right? Like, not a lot.
1: Right? Yeah, because so, I did uh, – so like like for for probably forty years I never cried ever
2: right right
1: Fair never enough. ever ever, and that's when I like when I took Landmark and, and when I when I read the letters to my dad to the people at Landmark, I let it I let go. Yeah, so I actually cried in front of people. And I cried in front of my wife. That's amazing. Never seen me that's cry. Amazing. Yeah, I, I'm commendable. Like that's amazing. So I, I did that. So then I did another talk. I I was invited to speak at this thing called Mo Mondays in Toronto. Right. And and what I did is I, uh, you have to talk from your heart. And I always did things on sales. I always tried, I was trying to teach people how to sell. I was trying to teach people how to do what I used to do. And I was never happy with it because I was teaching them how to be unhappy. Right. They were teaching you how to be you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's why it was like, so then the guy says, you have to talk from your heart. And I said, what do you mean from my heart? He goes. You have to show your feelings. I go. What do you mean, feelings? I go. No, no. I'm a guy. Guys don't talk about their feelings. Well, now they do. I think now they do.
0: That's a stigma that I think's been just like you're saying. Guys don't talk about their feelings. I think that's a stigma that's been around for a long time. But yes. I personally see a shift happening in that, and I think people are realizing that vulnerability can be just as powerful as as, as courage it can be
1: just as powerful as anything. It's more powerful. More powerful. Yes. Yeah. Since so I say we have it mixed up. Yeah. We have the for, we have the force is the power. The force isn't the power. The force right. is the weakness. Right. So is that fair to say, like,
0: where you are now in your journey that you've already been through the shift? Like you, you were you your past, you were coming from anger, from fear, you were coming to destroy people. Then you went for you said about 20 years you, you were just learning and digging into yourself who you are and letting go. Would you fair to say now you're a changed person? Or are you still growing? You're still learning. I mean, you're always going to be growing and learning, but yes, fair to say that now you've kind of shifted into
1: a new person? Yeah, no, it's a complete shift, complete different shift. Yeah. It's a complete shift. And see, the thing is, but even I know like like no anger, can't have no anger. Every time you have anger, you're losing. So so I know we're kind of running out a
0: little bit out of time here. Yeah. I would love it if you could just share some insights on what you do as far as like practices or, you know, when, when that old you kind of pops up, like what kind of habits do you have now, practices that you, can,
1: that you can implement or share that may help other people going through something like this? Because it's an amazing transformation. Well, what I, see, what I do now is I, I practice no anger, like no anger, zero. Yeah. So like when I'm driving and somebody cuts me off, yeah. like, I want to <laughs> you know, yeah. like, blow up, right? What do, you, yeah, so what do you do so you don't blow up? I, no, but I just, I'm just conscious to it now. Okay. I just know it. That's not going to help me. So see, you don't, you're can't using, do it. Right. You're using awareness
0: and you're observing yourself almost from a third party. Let's say you're conscious. Yes. Right. Yes.
1: Okay. I feel you there. Okay. But see, the thing is, and, and when, when uh, see, some people will get mad at me. Like, they'll want me to do something. So people are trying to control me, and it's like, or else. Like, yeah. they're, they're trying to or else me. You're not abiding to that at all, are you? No. I, and see, the thing is, though, insult me and i'll just go you know what uh you want to get in an insulting contest i'm really good at it but i'm not going to go there like no matter what you say or what you do i'm not going to insult you i'm not going to call you names right like i just say it out loud i'm not i'm not going there okay you can yell and scream all you want right it's not going to do anything i am not getting into that game with you
0: oh my god so can i just bring something up here because this is amazing this is the lesson that you were taught when you were in school this is the yes. last
1: thing like that. teacher
0: brought you aside. It's like, don't fight, just walk away, right? It's almost come full circle now because you're practicing the same practices. It's, it's yeah, like, but
1: see, I, I understand more about it now, right? So no,
0: I, I get that. But yeah. just what I'm saying, you see my comparison here? Because like, people are trying to attack you, aka bully you, and try to bring something out of you, and you're walking away. You're not engaging in the
1: fight, right? No, not at all. Zero. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's but important. I choose to. But I see, I can choose who's in my life and who's not. Yeah. Right? If, if you want to fight with me, you can't be in my life. I'm sorry. Right. You don't fit in my life.
0: Go I, away. I, I just think that's amazing because, like, you know, I don't know, maybe it's been like, I don't know how old you are now, but back when you were in, in high school or whatnot, you know, you're 16, 15 years old, let's say, right? I mean, and then you go through all these, like, events in your life, and now all of a sudden you're back. To, to that same kid in school where that teacher is giving you advice just to walk away. Right? Yes. It's as simple as practice, but a lot of people miss that. Instead, they wanna engage, they wanna fight back, they wanna come from anger, right? They wanna take the other person down. But as soon as you can come from love, right? And as soon
1: as you can come from like, vulnerability, it changes the game. People don't know how to react to it. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's well, yeah. like, say you, have, say you have somebody working for you. So, so you have somebody working for you in your company, right? and you catch them stealing off you or whatever, you don't have to call them names. You don't have to insult them. You can just ask them to leave. Right. You don't have, there, there's no advantage at all to re- responding with anger. You're, right. you're not going to get anything. Right. I you're getting I, nothing. But right. we, we were brought up to think that we do. Yeah. But when you look at it, there's nothing we're getting.
2: Right.
1: Like with your kids, if you could teach your kids how to do things without or else, you'll have a completely different relationship with your kids. Yeah. I'm because,
0: definitely, yeah, definitely going to take that to sight because even with my, my four-year-old, and I think about how she's, you know, even she acts on a daily basis, how many times she gets frustrated, how many times she gets angry. And I think about our reactions to her and where she's getting that from. She's getting that from us. She's not being yes, herself. She, she's you're teaching older. them that's
1: how you get things.
0: Right. She's just, she's just basically like a mirror of how we act. Yes. Like, we're, we're her parents. She's a sponge. She's learning from us. So I'm definitely, I'm going to definitely take that into practice and think about that because like you're right. At, at such a young age, we can mold her to think and, and feel and be a certain way. Right. It's
1: up to us. It's up to us to guide her in the right direction. Yeah. That's see this when I did, when I did my inner child talk, I thought that it's, it's on, it's a, if you Google Richard Zink inner child, you'll see it on, it's on, it's on uh Uh, YouTube. Okay, I I will. Yes, right. It's about ten minutes, but it'll change the way you look at everything. Okay. And and what I did is, I thought, okay, so I was just gonna. When I did that talk, I thought I'm gonna do something completely different here. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go away from what everybody taught me, and I'm gonna go to what I feel. And this is what I feel. I'm gonna do this talk now. It was the first time I ever tried doing a talk like that, and it was. I was thinking it's gonna either really bomb. Or it's going to be, you know, out of this world.
3: Right.
1: And it was like instant standing ovation. It was out of this world. And like, and nobody was getting a standing ovation that that night. Nobody, there was like six speakers. Right. And nobody was getting standing ovation. And everybody stood. And they came up to me after, and I introduced my inner child. But everybody came up to me. Not one person came up and said, wow, I'm glad I met your inner child. They all come up and said, wow, I met my inner child. Not mine. They met theirs. Wow, just by hearing you speak about your own story. Yeah, so it's it's like, so that's why I say. So that's what I wanted, because I didn't want to control them. I wanted them to see something. Right. I wanted them to see you themselves. Want to something. You wanted them to feel something. Yeah, but I wanted them to see what they're missing. Right. Okay, I definitely, I got to check that talk out. I mean uh this has, been, this has been really
0: insightful i'd love to learn more about like your inner child and like what 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 it is that that kind of like came out of you during that talk and what you were able to share with everybody
1: yeah like i have a whole bunch more of them now like see now i get it like see now i'm getting it and i'm understanding there's a whole bunch it's a whole it's like a big uh math equation right how everything works right and, it, like, if we if we draw it out on the board, if I was drawn it on the board, you'd get it. Like, once you see how it does, like, you do something, there's always, there's always something happens, something else happens. There's action, reaction, action, reaction, action, right. all the time, right? Right. And, and that's why I say, like, when we use anger, we create our enemies. It's like, like, I got a big belly, because I eat a lot of chocolate bars. Like, I don't see it. Like, I eat a chocolate bar, and I don't see it on my belly. Right. But I, when I've eaten hundred of them then I see it yes you know what I'm saying so right. every time I have a moment of anger I create an enemy right but I don't see that army of enemies until I created a hundred of them right because all, right, all you saw was the wind right
0: because like you maybe you were creating an enemy but at the same time you're building yourself up
1: right yeah, because you don't know because they're see when they're afraid of you they don't they don't attack when they're afraid of you they attack when you have a moment of weakness right and you're building up that army behind you. Every time you use your anger, you're building up an army, army behind you, right? And then as soon as you have one moment of weakness, they're attacking. Right. Because they, they have to. They, you've taught them that. Right. So because most of the time, like, you're, you're you know, when you're, when you're using your anger, you're attacking. Right. So if somebody has is, is upset you, right, you're, you're now their enemy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then when you, when you see a weakness, you're attacking. Right. Oh, I, I get it. I, I, I really do get it.
0: Um, I'm, cu- I'm curious. Like, so, so now in the state that you're at, like where you're at in, in your life, and you say like, you know, when you get angry and you get those moments, you're able to kind of see yourself and kind of diffuse it and not let yourself go in that direction. Correct? Yes. Right. So what, what else? I mean, is there anything else that's serving
1: you right now? So, yeah. Well, okay. There's, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that you do, like once, once you switch to um, the other side. So the right. side I was, you know, before yeah. the side I am now. There's right. a bunch of things that you do that, that get the switch to happen, right? And and uh, but there's there's also so there's what you do, and then there's your intention. Okay. So that's that's the that's the biggest switch of thought is what is my intention? Because it doesn't matter if you do the right things. If your intention is wrong, you're still going to lose. Right. I see what you're saying. Right. Right? I think this all stems from the same place, coming from the place of fear and anger. Right? So there's what you do, and then there's your intention. And then there's also uh, admitting, like it's not admitting, just owning up that you're not it. There's something bigger than all of us.
2: Right. Right? right.
1: And, and it's like, so you're, you're in, a, in a company, you're in a company and uh, the company's going down and, and uh, the boss calls a meeting and he brings all of everybody from the company into the meeting and he says, you know, company's going down, we have a serious problem. And then you come up and you say, I have an idea. And then you give the idea, right? And then the idea saves the company. And the boss goes out to the press and says, it's his idea. He saved the company and doesn't mention you at all. Right. How many ideas are you going to give them after that? Probably not many. Yeah, yeah, none. That's the same as the universe. The right. universe has the ideas. The ideas come to us. So every time you get an idea, you say thank you, and you get more. Right. You get more. Then yeah. it just comes. Like, you get down to where you say thank you, and then you, can, you just start doing it naturally, just like breathing. Right. Like, I have a problem. What's the answer? Because you know – once you know where the ideas are coming from, they're not coming from us.
2: Right.
1: Like you look at all the people that write, you know, songs. They write a song, they get a hit song, and they go around thinking, I wrote the song. They take credit for it, then they don't get any more. You have so many one-hit wonders. Because right. they never said thank you. Right. So now, it right. 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 Now we're
0: about, so now we're talking about basically gratitude and just being grateful and saying thank you for everything that you have in your life. Yeah, because then you get a lot more. Right, as opposed to coming from a place of scarcity where you, know, you're, you're, you feel frustrated, or you feel jealous, or you feel envy, right? All these kind of like, um, these emotions that will just attract more of that, right? Yes. always be stuck in that place. But when you can say thank you, and when you can appreciate everything that you have in your life, then you're coming from a place of abundance, and you can attract more of that in your
1: life. Yes. Okay. It's the same as, see, like anger, because anger works. Anger, anger stops your thought process. Yeah. It completely stops your thought process. So, if you, have, if you have a fight with somebody, you're having an argument with somebody, right. when you walk away, you go, wow, I should have said this, I should have said this, because now you're not angry anymore, and you're starting to think again.
2: Right.
1: When you're, <laughs> when you're angry, you can't think. Right. That's why I say this, so I didn't even right. know what I was doing. So, right. if I got somebody angry, they're not thinking anymore, and right. I'm
2: thinking. Right. So See right. what I'm
1: saying? So, they're going to do all the wrong things, and then I can defeat them real easy, because they they're not in the thinking process. Right.
0: You you can stay level headed. You can stay kind of calm and you let them do their thing. And when they're done, that's when you can come in and, and, and just kind of like, you know, smart them if you want, or just kind of like, you know, c- come from a different place, right? One that's not,
2: yeah. headed, I guess.
1: But they're, they're doing everything. When you do things in your anger, you lose every time. You uh, think you're powerful. You're weak. You're so weak when you're angry.
0: So I, I think that it's like, you use the term anger quite a bit, and I get it, that's a big part of who you were. It's an emotion. It's an emotion, yeah. But I, what I've learned is that anger is just one piece of it, because when you're angry, you can also be depressed, you can also be sad. It extends like, other emotions that you embody, right? You're not just anger. If you're angry, you're usually multiple uh, multiple emotions that stem around anger, right? Yes. But if you can come to the flip side, like you're saying, like if you can come from a place of vulnerability, and a place of love, and a place of gratitude, and a place of compassion, then it'll change your whole DNA almost, right? You'll be a happier person. You'll be a yeah. more loving person. You'll attract more of that in life. So I totally agree with what you're saying. And for myself, I feel like I'm kind of where you're at, maybe like 10, 20 years ago, like in the midst of your journey. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, like, like what like advice do you have? Because like, it's easy to say all this, but how, how can we actually put it into action? Like, 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 do you do, is there meditation? Is there journaling? Is there, is there writing letters, which you said really worked well for you? Is there anything else that you would recommend for people that maybe that was listening to this and they and you give them one bit of insight? Like, what, what would be the first step for someone
1: to take that, that, that kind of step in a new direction? What would work for them? Well, the biggest, it's, it's, I guess the, the biggest thing, I think, is, is to start with intention. So what is your intention? Is your intention – see, if, you're, if, if your intention is to be happy, yeah. then at the end you'll end up happy. Now, whatever you have, like but, whatever comes with happiness, yeah. that's what you're happy with. Because you if your something? intention is to, to make a whole bunch of money, if that's your intention is to make a whole bunch of money, yeah. then you're never going to be happy never because gonna be. then you're going to do whatever you have to do to, be, to make money, not to be happy. See, okay. that's, that's what I was trying to say in the beginning – I was, I was, my intention was to destroy people.
0: Right. And
1: that's why you were never happy, but you were destroying people. It was working. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I destroyed people, but I wasn't happy yeah. and I didn't make any money. So if I look at, okay, so if I look at, say I'm competing with you uh, you know, and they were, they were both driving coffee trucks and I want to compete with you. Yeah. Well, if I want to destroy you, I will take all your business. If I'm smart, like I you am, know, I'm not trying to destroy you. If my if my goal is to have a successful business, then I wouldn't take all your business. I wouldn't take the good accounts. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Because if your if your choice is to destroy someone, then yes. you're going to take everything you can from them, and it's sure. going to make you lose money. Right. Because Stop. your intention was to destroy. Okay. So so so
0: now, when you make your decisions, you're making your decisions from a different place. You're making a decision. You're making a decision based on your own happiness, right? Versus. You know, versus making money or building a business, or is that fair to say? Like, you, yeah, and it's, it's your place of intention has, has kind of shifted, right, to more your internal happiness and how you feel basically inside versus the, all your external kind of, um, you know, all your external kind of situations.
1: Yes, it's it's like it's like and telling the truth. So when you don't know something, you say I don't know. So that, that's when I started these micro markets. I didn't know how to do it. Like I told the guy, I don't know how to do it. And he says, can you get an account? Yeah. So I called him an account and I said, listen, can I come see you? I got this idea for this new, new uh, cafeteria. And the guy says, yeah, can you come tomorrow? And I said, yeah, okay. So I went in there and I said, okay, I don't know how to do it, but I'll figure it out. Like the guy has four factories. I'm hoping to get one, but I thought, okay, I'll be re- real honest with him. I'll tell him the truth. And I said, here's how they're doing it in the States, but I don't have to create it. Like I can buy the software. I said, I can, I can do it. I can figure it out. Right, and he goes, "Oh, okay." And I'm hoping he gives me one. He goes, "Well, can you, I really like the idea? Can you give me four? Can you do all four plants?" And I told him, "I don't know how to do it. I didn't have a business card. I didn't have a business. Didn't have a website. I had nothing." Right. But you see, before I used to get everything all ready, and I used to be ready when I went in for the business. Now I just I to say the truth. I don't know how to do it. I'll figure it out. Okay, wow. I like it.
0: Wow. So you went in there just with your integrity, basically. On, yeah. your, on your sleeve your heart your integrity on your sleeve and just basically here i am this is the idea and he went for it yeah right away so what do you think it was that he went for it like do you think it
1: was the idea or do you think it was you or a combination of both but i think it was it was um a bit like the passion because it was i was passionate about it for one okay. i knew i could do it, right. but it but it was just the passion and, and letting go see it was letting go it, There's it's hard to explain. Once you let go. Once you let go. Yeah, once you let go of all that anger and the you know and the you know have to be right and look good and once you get rid of all that, it's like it's just you. And that's how you're born. You're born like that, but we're taught how to change. Yes, I totally feel what you're saying.
0: It's like once you disconnect yourself from all the external things around you, right? And you just kind of embody yourself and not worry about all that, and you just can show up as you.
1: Then everything else can kind of change because the person sitting there, across from you wants to be them too, right? See, and the problem is they're playing a game, oh. and then when you come in and you're not playing a game, and you're permitting them not to play the game too, right? Then all of a sudden they become them, and they—it's like that's the inner child talk. When you when you watch the inner child talk, you're going to get it. So they, it's like nah. it's just a second. It takes one second. to – once you're there for one second, you're never going away from that ever again. Right. So they see that
0: within you, and they're like, I want that for myself. So everything else becomes secondary. They almost want to be around you more because they want more of that for themselves.
1: And almost, yeah. But right. I always felt like I was putting on I – I went into the cafeterias, and I figured it out. I figured it out when I did it. Yeah. When I put it together. But, they, but people would come in, and they, they would sit in the lunchroom with me, and it was like every day I felt like I was doing a seminar. Like I'm a cafeteria guy. <laughs> and they come in they all come in and sit around and it's like okay I'm putting on another seminar again well how did this happen <laughs> but it, but they just feel like they feel okay you feel the energy you feel your and life it, uh, and it changes like doing what like the like we go into these micro markets all over and it change. it takes about a day and it's like we go through this wall of resistance and right. then it's like the whole plant changes and that's what the the, the bosses come up and they go what did you do like it's like this whole new wave of feeling in here.
0: Right. So, it's not, so. again, it, it's, the idea is good, but it's you, really. It's you and the energy that you're
1: bringing to this business. Yeah, and I teach them, I said, you got to live in the yes. See, most people live in the no. Right. So they, they live in the fact that, you know, if I say this, then people are going to say no. And if I say this, people are going to say no. If I say this, people are going to say no. So then they just stop saying things because they're living in the no.
2: Right.
1: They're thinking everything they're going to say is a no. And when I, try, I tell them, I go, switch it to living in the yes. So now, like, if you're thinking everything's a yes, you'll ask for anything.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. It doesn't mean everything's always going to be a yes. Right. But this is what I tell the plants when I go in there, too. I go, if you listen to your people, if, if you're making them live in the no, so it's like, do it or else, do it or else, do it or else, they, they get into the no. And I go, let them be in yes. Let them come and tell you ideas. Like, maybe their ideas aren't going to make any sense, but don't yell at them. See, that's right. the anger thing, then, right? Oh, right. you stupid. You know, like, why would you come up with such a stupid idea? They're not going to give you any answers, any, any ideas anymore. Right. You're going to inspire them to be, to be thoughtful because. You're going to appreciate them. Like, even appreciating them just for having an
0: idea can lead them to maybe another idea that, that maybe next time. Yes. Your brain will be the biggest idea of the business, right?
1: Yes, because I, I everybody like. has a skill. And everybody gets messages every day. Right, messages are your ideas. Every time you think you got an idea, that's not your idea. That's right. the message.
0: Right,
2: but I
1: think,
0: and I think the problem is like, and I agree with you that everyone has these messages and these ideas. I think the problem is that a lot of us live within fear of expressing those ideas, expressing those messages. Right, what are other people going to think? Oh, my idea is stupid. Right, I can't. Yeah. Miss, like all these kind of like uh, scarcity kind of mindset. Right. And I think a lot of people live in that. And like, I'm sure a lot of people have great ideas. Or maybe they show up to work and they have these amazing ideas, but they're too scared to share them. They're too scared to put it out. Yeah. because of The work. idea
1: comes. Yeah. So the idea comes. This is, what I, this is what I taught the landscaper. The idea comes. He had no business when I went there. Zero. Yeah. Zero. business. He's doing billionaire clients now. And we never did any advertising. None. Zero. But they showed up. They showed up. I said, you got to get in that group. And you gotta, you got to be with them. Like you got to see where they're coming from. Right. you got to let them open up. Right. They hate their life. <laughs> and I said, you're making their life pleasurable because right. you build these, these properties for them where they can go and be back to normal again.
0: Yeah,
2: but it's not about the properties.
1: It's about the feeling that,
0: that it encompasses, right? It's about that emotional connection again.
1: Yeah, but I said to, that's what I said to him. So I got him a big article in a magazine. And I said, the, the article was all about how he's a guru. And, and how he puts the right plants in the right places for these billionaires to get their ideas from the universe. And that's how they got ahead in their life. Right. And so I got the, I, I got the reporter to interview the billionaires, and I had to ask the billionaires. See, in my old life, I would never ask somebody, a billionaire, hey, listen, you get your ideas from the universe. Is that how you get ahead in life? You right. know, because he puts the right plants in the right places for you? I would never say that, right. ever. Now I did. I just asked them. The guy says, oh, how did you know? I go. So I'm right. He goes. Yeah. How did you know? So what do you? Because think? that was an idea I got. So it was just an idea. Okay. So you're gonna know say it's. I had to let go. So now I just let go. So right. like when an idea comes, I go, hey, it's an idea. What do you think? Like if for me to tell you about everything we just talked about, that would have never happened before.
0: Right. But now I'm even just listening to. it. I can
1: see just the passion you have for just speaking about it. It's incredible. But it, it opens you right up. It opens you ah. up. Thought, opens, and then all of a sudden you realize, geez, I created this whole world. I don't belong in. Yes. I just want to create this world. I belong in. Yeah. I, so, I, so you're not, see before you're repelling people. Right. Like when you use your anger and your emotions and all that, you're repelling everybody. Nobody wants to be around that. Right. Right. Unless they have to be. It's, I think it's not even just the
0: anger element. I think it's about you've created a life for yourself to keep you away from a certain emotion keep you away from a certain way of feeling if you've been abused if you've been attacked right and you talk yeah. about yeah so I think people what happens is they create a life for themselves to do the best they can to stay as far away from that as emotion as possible which creates a false identity for themselves yes right? what you're talking about is removing that gap showing yourself to the world and being cool with that and yeah yeah look at it, and not being afraid and I think from my, even from my own experience, that fear factor is so massive because like even like I said for myself, I have ideas all the time, and like I I sometimes will not do it because of fear. How's yeah. it gonna show up? Right? But you you are like oozing right now this energy that, that is really contagious. And I, I really just love listening to you because like it sounds like you've made that full transformation and you have no fear almost, right? Is that fair to say? Like
1: like fear. Yeah, not that you have no fear, I'm sure fear pops up, and you don't let it dictate your decisions in your life anymore. But it's 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 it's, it's almost like an I don't care what you think anymore. Right, yes. Right. Like, it's, I, it's, it's not that I don't care. It's just that like, this is me. This so is do you. you want to come with me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, then you come with me. If you don't, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Right. It's like you've got to peel away. It's like you, you know when you make a statue, right? You have right. a big block of stone, and you take away everything that doesn't fit. Right. So now you've created, that you've got this big stone in your life, which is your life. Right. Well, take away everything that doesn't work.
0: Right.
2: And what do you And then love?
1: you end up, yeah, that's where you are.
0: Right. I, I love it. I, I'm, there's a book that I'm reading, and he talks about Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he talks about this, how there's like two versions of you, right? Um, you have like the version that shows up when you go out into the world, and then you have the real version of yourself. In between, there's layers and layers and layers and layers. That, that you've kind of like built up over the years, right? And if you want yes. to get back to your true self, you have to let go of each of those layers one by one. By doing, yes. Like you said writing letters, just, just that practice of letting go. So you can get to the point where you can then show up in the world as your true self. And I think that's the journey. I think that, that people need to get to that point where they can show up as your true self. And It sounds like to me, and I don't know, you're probably still within the journey, but you've removed a lot of those layers. Is that kind of
1: fair to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, like, I could never stand in front of a crowd and speak before. And now you are Before, before I kill. did Landmark, I was, And that's why they say speaking is the, is the biggest spirit thing in life, even more than dying. Because we create all these different – like, we're so many different people. Right. Because we're, everywhere we go, we fit in. We learn how to fit in. That's what we're taught. Right. You know? that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. We learn yeah. how to show up as the person that people expect us to be instead of showing up as ourselves. <laughs> when you stand up in front of a crowd of people, you don't know who all the people are That's right. why it's so hard to speak because you're trying to figure right. out how to fit in you're, you're, you're. That's your natural mechanic, you know right. You want to use the right words. You want to say the right
0: thing you want. Yeah. To- yeah.
1: yeah. Right. I don't want to piss everybody off I don't want to upset everybody here. Like so what do I say? I don't know, but I don't know these people So right. your brain goes crazy trying to figure out how to fit in you can't right. So it's, it's easier just to be yourself You, yeah. say, you know what? this is me you don't like me fine go away the door's over there you can just leave I'm I not don't... gonna get mad at you I'm not gonna call you names I'm not gonna do nothing you have full choice to be with me or a full choice not to be with me yeah. and I'm not gonna get upset
0: I, I love that message and I love the fact that you're trying to spread it so it's over 10 after 2 right now and yeah I gotta go too. Huh? I know you gotta get going with that, but I did, if you don't mind I just want to ask you one last question here it's like what what's next for you like you have all this great insight you've been through this transformation is there, like what's next for you like to get this out into the world so more people can kind of benefit from this is there, is there
1: anything in the works yeah that's what, uh, <laughs> that's why I'm talking to you because I want you to work with me on the, on the website so, okay. need to make, so that's not my that's not my my advantage no, so I, no. I, I need to create the website so I want to do is speaking like I want to okay, I'm going into companies now but I'm not going in the way I did before I'm going in and teaching them how to grow their business like smarter so wait
0: so you're doing so let me clarify so you're doing uh, you're helping people still with their businesses you're doing the micro the micro uh, markets, micro- and now you're also doing uh, what well, you also want to do like speaking and talking about this whole life transformation stuff yes so there's three things you're kind of owning in on now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because you see, the thing is, if I, the more people I can get to see this, the peaceful, more peaceful the planet will be. But see, that's my intention. My intention is to make the
3: planet that's beautiful. That's beautiful, and that's where all everything
0: you do know, that's where it stems from. Is What's that? that? I said everything you do now, all your decisions, is that where it stems from? Yes, yes. in nice making it, even with your micro markets, because you said you go into a business, implement the market. But then you're conversating with all these people. If there's 30 people there, and you can reach five of them. One of them, even you've made a difference, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. But we go into play. We do plans with 1,700 people. Sorry, okay. I'm a little okay, off. Like oh, he's he's hungry, a but, thing. but but you, see, it's, it's, but it's it, and it's and it's like see that a lot of people exist but don't exist, eh? And I, like I want to make people exist. So like when I go in there and I talk to them, it's like they didn't exist before, and I show them how to exist, like. You know, like, I'll say hi to them, good morning to them. Like, most people just walk right by them, don't right. even see them. Right. And it's, and it's like, they, you know, someone actually paid attention to me. Wow. Okay. Like someone actually acknowledged me. <laughs> like, hey, how you doing today? And then to talk to them, and, you know, like, I get to know, like, I'm getting to know so many people, and and, and I know they have kids, and, and and it's like, how did I remember all this? I could never remember all this stuff before. Right. But it's just actually because I let them go, and it's okay. Well, you know, I'm – I would also like to add that it's probably not just letting
0: go. I think you're also probably being present in the moment, right? Is that, is that fair? Like, oh, yeah. You're yeah. Saying? Like, versus like, not just looking at everybody like, as a commodity almost. Like, how can I make money from you? How can I make money from you? How can I make money you? are looking at, them yeah. at people trying to make a difference and being present with them. And I think that's what you can really, like, take in a lot more information about someone by just being present.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, so
0: one last thing here: Uh, is there at the end of these podcasts, like I said, I like to do one little exercise. Is there anything about yourself still that, if you could just let go of it and release it back into the universe, um, you know, what would that be right now? Any habits,
2: any tendencies, anything?
1: Uh, Seriously, the biggest thing for me is is uh, is not controlling people.
0: Still, So that's still lingering within you, right? That's still part of your DNA.
1: But I, I can still see it. Yeah. And, and see, the thing is I get, I get, um, I still get, I, like it's like triggering. Yeah. But like I, every day I get a little bit better at it. Like, see, like every time I go to use my anger, I, I've got to, I've got to, like I've actually got to, like I've got to, uh, and i got to stop.
0: Okay.
1: You know what i say Like I've got to actually stop. Like I want it so that I don't even, ha- that doesn't even come up. So how, how, many, how many years
0: are we talking here since you've been implementing this? Like 20 years, 30 years?
1: Yeah, it's been 20 years I've been trying. It's maybe uh, 96, so 22 years.
0: So I, I have to just, I have to say that thank you because like I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm going through this right now. I'm in the starting phase of making my shift from who I was and who I want to be, right? Yes. I'm thinking like I get upset with myself and it's only been like maybe like since the beginning of the year, that's just say Right. And I'm getting down on myself because I can't make that shift and those things are still coming up. So I want to say thank you because you're telling me 20, 30 years later you're still putting in the work and you're still going through it. That makes me feel better about myself, right? Because I'm trying to make the shift now and I think I can just get rid of everything and that's it. But it doesn't work like that, does it? It's yeah, still, no, no. Yeah, so you don't do anything. You
1: don't, Do you do, like, you do meditation? you do... No, and, but I meditate. See, the thing is, that, but I meditate in anger. See, the I, med- I meditate whenever... When, all the bills are coming and I can't pay them. Like, see, that's when I meditate. I don't go to a quiet place. I all this stuff is coming and I can. It, it's bombarding me, and I just let it. I just like meditate and I just like, okay, this is just situations. Okay, okay so what can I do? So and then have, the answers just come to me, and then all the answers are solved. So you so have the no,
0: problem solved. No, you have no morning routine, no nightly routine. You like a lot of people like. A lot of like really successful people or just a lot of like self-help people, like they always talk about like creating a morning routine for yourself. Start your day where you can work on yourself, whether it's reading, exercising, meditating, journaling, right? Um, There's a lot of people
1: out there that 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 believe in this. You don't have any ever practiced like that? No, no, I just do everything in the moment. That's why you were saying like being in the moment. I just, I'm in the moment all the time. Like I'm meditating like all the time. That's the easiest way to explain it. I'm always meditating. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I don't think there's a yeah, right. Yeah.
0: I just want to know how what works for you because, like you said, 23 like 23 years later, you're still going through these emotions. Okay, so so that's the one thing that you can let go is no longer just like comfortable place of anger. What would be one thing that you could replace that with? Or not replace it, just one thing that if you could gain in your life, like one habit, one tendency
1: that you could do started now that would help fulfill you. What would that be? Uh, the one tendency it, it, for, me it, it's, for me, it's for me, is when I see somebody angry trying to attack. Yeah. It, for me, that the thing is is being nice, like right. So you want to okay? See my mother. When my mother died, my son said one of my sons. I got three boys, and one of my sons said, "We're in the funeral procession," and my son says, uh, "Out of the blue, he says, says, 'I never seen grandma angry.'" And it was like that was the that was a big shift for me. Okay. I was known as the angry guy, right? And, and, and if, if anybody said, hey, listen, you know, Richard Zink, oh, that guy, he's always angry. See, uh, my mother was known as, like, that's all my son knew her was uh, she, ne- she was never angry. And I wanted to shift that. So I wanted people to, if people ever seen me, like, if there was ever a conversation about me, I want people to say, well, that guy's never angry. And that's what I, it took me 20 years to get that. Yeah, 20 cool. years, and that's what people say, well, I've never seen you angry now. They never used to say that. Yeah, I was going
0: to say to you, like, since I've met you, you seem like a nice guy. You seem like the nice guy. I don't see an angry person. I see a passionate person. I see a nice person. I see
1: somebody who wants to make a difference, but I don't see that angry guy. Yeah, because that's why I've been working on myself how to become myself, because I'm not an angry person. Right. I was always being an angry person. You're almost, no, you were almost like created to be an
0: angry person based on your childhood, right? Like, yes. Right? Coming full circle now. So amazing, amazing talking to you, amazing insights. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything you
1: want to leave us with? Or do you feel good about
0: everything that you kind of shared?
1: Yeah, I just, uh, you've got to enjoy your life. You've got to enjoy life. Like it's, you might as well enjoy it. While you're here, you might as well enjoy it. Right. So, you know, just have a focus on being happy. Right. What it's makes what, you happy? Like, if, if that's what's driving you is being happy, not money. Like, money might be with your happiness. Money might not be. Right. The focus is happiness. Right. That's your, your main focus. Right. And once you get that, you get whatever makes you happy. You can, Right. It's like a choice. You can either choose to suffer
0: or you can choose to have fun, right? Like, it's either one or the other. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. But I, I like what you're saying, keeping it simple, right? So your intention just come from a happy place, choose to be happy and make your decisions based on that versus making your decisions based on how much money you're going to get from this information. Because that does not, I think it's it's fair to say that does not equal happiness, right? Yes. Right. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, again, Richard, appreciate the talk. I I mean, um, I was excited going into this and I'm excited coming out of it. I hope we can definitely chat again. And I really appreciate you being on the podcast.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me here.
0: Okay, if anyone wanted to find more about you, uh, how can they do so? What, what's your website uh, URL? Uh,
1: my website's uh, www.richardsink.com. Okay, and that's the best place to kind
3: of get a hold of you? Yes. Okay, great. Thanks again, Richard. I really appreciate it. Okay, thank you.